Welcome to Everyday Eddie. Today is when we're recording this episode. It is May 11th. So happy belated Mother's Day to any mothers who are probably not listening to this. Um, and also happy MILF's Day. You know who you are. <laughs> and as you heard from the laughter, we have, I know, a guest on a second episode. A podcast has a guest. I want to introduce you to the man who ruined all my plans of banging supermodels, my friend Rudy. <laughs> yeah what's up pleasure having me on yes yes and the reason why i say he ruined all my plans of banging supermodels is because this man decided instead of playing pro baseball he was going to settle down with a woman and do weightlifting slash training things hey the possibility is still there man you are 26 years old there is no way you're going pro in baseball at this point well, not pro in baseball, but, you know, the chance of you being some supermodels, it's still, still an option. Are you rich and famous? <laughs> not yet. You were uh, yet. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's talk about a little bit about that. So how, what got you into baseball? And then what subsequently led you out of baseball? So uh, I, guess, I guess the career all started at the age of five. When I was watching my dad, well, actually, I was saying, I was, I went to go say, like, goodnight to my dad, like any, any little kid would do um, before I went to bed. And um, he was watching a baseball game, and it was the Cubs. I want to say it was the Cubs versus, uh, God, I, re- I don't even remember. But I just know the Cubs were on. He was watching them, and there was this guy named Sammy Sosa up to bat. Oh, and, Sammy. And... And right when he was up was when he hit his uh, 500th home run. And the crowd was like, you know, it was going insane on TV. Like, it was just – it was crazy, especially during that time when he was, like, on top and he was having that home run derby, like, kind of race – home run race, I'm sorry, between him and Mark McGuire. Like, you know, it was just crazy. So, like, when I saw that as a kid, like, you know, immediately after that happened, I told my dad, like, oh, I want to be just like that guy. And, like, that's kind of where everything got started. Like, you know, after that, like, you know, we we started training and, you know, we started, you know, getting into it. But, you know, it wasn't really until I was, like, about 10 years old where I, where it kind of got serious because uh, I was always I was always an overweight kid. So my oh, yeah, dad, yeah, so my dad never really, you know, had. I guess he never had the motivation. No, and this is no, you know, obviously no offense to him. Like, of you know, he 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 had a full time business he was running, and you know, at the time he just couldn't dedicate that much time towards me. Blah blah. blah and neither could my mom. So you know, by the age of ten, when he actually went to one of the baseball games in little league, uh, it was funny because um, I was I was on the bench, and you know, he asked the coach like, "Hey, why is my kid on the bench?" Blah blah. blah. And he was like, "Oh well." You know, he's really not that good, blah, blah, blah. You know, he started talking about that. And then he actually approached one of the um, one of the guys that, you know, obviously handles the Little League. And um, he's actually a coach of the team as well. So he, he managed the Little League organization and he was a coach. And he coached, obviously, the best team in the whole Little League organization. So my dad had approached him going, hey, like, you know, why why is your team – always so much better than all the other teams. You know, my son doesn't get to play because blah, blah, blah. 
And then he my he basically told my dad he was like, "Well, your kid's really not that good, so you know it's not my fault that he's not able to play or be on the field." That's a shitty coach. Yeah. Well, he wasn't my coach. He was just one. You know, he was obviously the organizer of the league, so um, that's more so why my dad was approaching him to see if he can get me to play. But you know, as any as any father would do, they try to fight for their son. So. That being said, like after that year, my dad took it upon himself. He was like, "All right, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit around anymore, and you know, letting let my son kind of like, you know, be embarrassed like this and not not playing." So like after that, we went to like full like training mode. Like it was like I was running two miles every day as a kid, like on the treadmill, and then like when the sun, when like the spring came. You know, we were practicing every day from, like, 6 to 8, like, two-hour practices, and then I'd run. Like, it was crazy. And then by the age of 14, um, you know, I weighed the same as I did when I was a kid. Like, I, I weighed 150 pounds when I was 10 years old. And then by the age of 14, I weighed the exact same. But more muscle. But, yeah, yeah. exactly. More muscle. I was leaner. I was... I was obviously a lot taller because, you know, I hit my growth spurt. But it was just crazy because, like, you know, when I was 10, like, I looked like a bowling ball. <laughs> I've, seen the, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. That, that you did. That you did. So, you know, that's that's how it kind of all started. And it was I'd say by the age of 10 is when everything really kind of, you know, sparked. And, you know, I actually started doing really well in baseball and, you know, after that, I pursued it as more of, like, an athletic career, like, going on to high school and then obviously going to college. So, um, But leading into your second question as to why I stopped, um, I wouldn't say it's any one reason. There's multiple reasons. I mean, you know, one reason was because I needed to focus more on academics, and unfortunately, I couldn't handle at the collegiate level. Um having you know focusing on a on a degree and then also uh, also focusing on my athletic career so that isn't a bad thing that's no not a bad it, thing. yeah and it, i i believe it happens to all athletes good and bad you know it just it happens and as for me i just didn't realize you know at the time that i could handle that and i'm not ashamed to admit it because you know right now i feel like i'm a better person for it but um you know it just wasn't meant to be so uh, you know, that was obviously one reason. Um, another reason was <clears throat> at D3, um, you know, you don't get all the perks that a D1 player or even a D2 player would get. So it became very expensive, too. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Because, you know, we had to pay for things. And, you know, I I obviously wasn't paying for it. It was obviously my parents. And, but still, uh, that, that money's coming from somewhere. Yeah, it's come exactly, and it's, and it's I don't know. I just I always felt guilty about it. Never, never very fond of like you know having my parents having to spend money like on things I really don't need. And it was more so like getting gear, like you know, getting gear for like our warm ups or getting gear for like you know to to support the team, which you know, which I don't mind. But at the same time, when you're a player and you're and you're really not playing on the field. It's like how it's hard to justify, it, you know. Yeah. It's like how do, how do I justify 
supporting a system that isn't really even supporting me. Like I'm not even getting any playing time or anything like that. So that was another thing like too, like I worked, I worked, I felt like I worked my ass off a lot, but it wasn't being reciprocated into playing time at all. Yeah, true. Cause at the collegiate level, you have so many people, everyone's trying to play, everyone's trying to get scouted. It's hard yeah. to really fulfill those needs for everyone on the team. Exactly. And that was, you know, and that was, that leads into like another thing like where it was, you know, the coaching, I felt like, you know, the coaching could have been a lot better. It could have just been handled a lot better. Like, even, you know, I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't asking to play the whole entire time, you know, especially as a freshman, but, you know, by the time I was like a sophomore or, you know, you know, I should be able to at least play at least 10 games out of the season or maybe a couple more, but you know, it was, it was a, it was a frustrating time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that love of baseball and obviously fitness, that led to your next adventure, which was powerlifting, I believe, correct? Yeah, that is true. That is very how did you how, how did you find that? Well, I worked for a company uh, called Universe Nutrition, and they have, you know, two brands, Universe Nutrition, obviously, and they have a brand called Animal Pack which both revolve around fitness. You know, they make sports nutrition products. Um, so, you know, I was around a lot of people that that uh, lived that lifestyle of, like, powerlifting or bodybuilding or, you know, um, you know any type CrossFit. of, like, yeah, CrossFit, any type of, like, fitness uh, type of, like, lifestyle. So, you know, in the beginning, I've always, you know, I've always been interested more so on the powerlifting side than the bodybuilding side because, you know, bodybuilding – um, I don't know. It's just a sport that, not a sport that really interested me. Um, but the powerlifting side, I've always been interested in, like, to see how strong I could get. So, when we had guys in the in the actual company doing these like type of events, and like they were actually competing, and they worked with me, you know, in our in our in our uh, work gym, you know, I used to ask them like, oh, like, you know, what do you have to do to compete, or what do you have to do to qualify, blah blah blah. And, you know, when it was just simply, they put it as simply, like, you know, all you have to do is pay the fee and, you know, weigh, weigh in a certain weight class. You know, then I decided to ask them to mentor me through, like, a meet to see if I could do it. And one thing led to the other. I did a meet, did another meet, and, you know, I turned out to have a lot of fun. Um, you know, now I've kind of shifted gears a little bit. I'm, I'm more on the CrossFit end of things now as opposed to the powerlifting and more so because... I, I struggle. I mean, as I said earlier, I struggle a lot with weight, and it's been my yeah. biggest downfall. So with, with CrossFit, it's more high intensity uh, stuff, which my body benefits a lot better from. True, true. Which, ladies, I know you're probably thinking, "Oh, he's talking about all this exercise and working out. He he must be ripped." Yes, this man is ripped like a silverback gorilla or a mini <laughs> rock. <laughs> But unfortunately, I will inform you that this man is off the market. Oh, yes. Very much off. Which is sad because, like, this man, I tell you, if him and I had gone to the same college, oh, things would have been terrible. I'd probably be a whole different person. (laughs) Yes. Because, one, nothing gets done when we're together. I'm surprised that 12 minutes and this podcast hasn't turned into a total shit show. Uh, two, we could wingman the hell out of each other. 
but unfortunately, college took us to very different places. Thank God. I think I mean, yeah. I still took a while to graduate, but you know, it would have been a lot longer for both of us. Oh yeah. If we were at the same place. Oh yeah. So, so I'll I'll give you a chance to say something nice. How how did you meet your lovely, wonderful girlfriend? Oh God, she's like sitting right in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Tell her I say hi. Oh, I'll, I'll let her know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, where I start? Freshman uh, year, too raunchy. Yeah, freshman but... year. That's where I start. Freshman college. Well, co- freshman year of college, obviously. Um, yeah. Uh, well, as you all know, people go to parties during college, and that's how people yeah. meet. At least your freshman year. It's most yeah. of the time where you meet people, whether you like it or not, and you know one. One college party after another, I came across this lovely lady, and um, we were actually, uh, we, it was funny, because before all this, you know, I, I I had this false impression of her, uh, that, you know, I, I didn't think, you know, I thought she was just some girl, like, just kind of like, you know, looking to hook up with guys and whatever, blah, blah, blah. and, you know, obviously that was not the case at all, and uh, you know, nice one save. What happened? I said, "Nice save." <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure I, I clearly state that. Um, yes, but you know, one thing led to another, and you know, I, I came across her at this party, and you know, she was um, who was just her and her her best friend Morgan, that were kind of like wow. in the corner, <laughs> and um, they were, you know, they were. They were chatting amongst themselves, and I think they had brought up to one of the hosts of, like, I think the apartment, and saying, hey, like, you know, why isn't there any music playing? Because it, it sounded pretty boring. Like, there was no music, and it was just people talking. So when they finally got the music playing, they started, like, you know, dancing, and, like, you know, obviously after I heard the music, I started dancing, too. And then we just kind of slowly, like, you know, we started dancing together, and then, like, one thing that's started, we just started talking, and then it's kind of how it unfolded. So that, not, that, that's a touching story. It's nothing crazy, but you know, it's just after that, it's like where like all the other you know stories. Like we, obviously, we didn't like you know just hook up and leave. Like it was more we had you know we actually had a conversation, and I think that was like the best part of it. Like it wasn't just like I came to realize it wasn't just a girl, you know, just looking for another looking guy for the freshman experience. Yeah, no, she was she she was a genuine genuinely nice person and you know obviously very intelligent yeah just i was hooked (laughs) you 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 forgot beautiful let me help you out here man well i can't tell everyone though i can't tell everyone that they're gonna come after (laughs) i mean i doubt that would go very well considering you guys have been dating for a very long time and are currently uh living together yes you're all right. You're right. So, how many years has it been since you guys started dating? Officially? Yeah. Uh, seven years. Seven years, but you guys have known each other like. We've known each other for eight. Eight? Wow. That that's a long yeah. Because scene. we met in 2012. So. I, uh... Oh yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, makes, that, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Wow. 
See, that's the one thing I can always admire about you, Rudy. Me, relationships <laughs> are kind of like the newest trend. It's like, ooh, this is hot for like a good minute, and then d- they die, whether <laughs> my fault or other <laughs> circumstances. Usually my fault. You're, But you, you know how to make relationships last. Your relationships are like, they're like a book. It's like once you reach a certain point or a certain chapter in the book, and you're just like, all right, well, this book's getting boring, and you just move on to the next book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is actually a very good analogy for how my relationships are. Wow, uh, put me on blast, but okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes though, it's not always my fault when they end. no. It, it there have been extenuating circumstances for at least a couple of my relationships. I never said how long the book could be. The book could be really short or really long. Yeah. Uh, I think my longest book was a year and a half. <laughs> like, right on the precipice of that two-year mark, and then... I know, I had high hopes for you, and then... Yeah, but obviously, seeing as I know nothing about relationships, what would you say is a good... uh standard to have in a relationship or how do you keep the spark there well i mean physical attraction is definitely you know i think up there i wouldn't it's a bonus but not everything. no it's not everything let's let's, uh, yeah let's let's, for the potential two listeners i'll have let's (laughs) reiterate that fact that physical attraction is great but it's not if you base your relationships relationship solely on the physical it's not going to last very long. Yes, I agree with that. I think uh, you have to have like a happy medium. Um, you know, that being said, I think personality-wise is a huge thing. I mean, like, for example, like me and Amy, um, you know, our pers- our personalities are, you know, pretty different. You know, I'm a lot more of a laid back person, you know. Um, you know, she she is more uh hey, what's the word I'm looking for? Organized. Yeah. Uh focused. Yeah. Well I'm not I'm not saying not focused. I'm focused. No. Yeah, you're focused strong will like, in terms strong of like, will. compared to Yeah. Okay. There yeah. we go. Um and we mesh really well. It's like, you know, it's, it, it it works. And some people, they have, they want the person to have the same exact personality as them. And, then, you know, that works. So I think, you know, finding out, you know, I think it's a lot more of a deep dive into yourself, into what you're looking for. Because that really helps. Like, if you're looking, if you really want someone that's going to support you and that's going to, you know, be there for you and, you know, that's going to be your rock for to say because you can't be your own rock then you know you're going to want to look for a person that's strong minded and you know that's can hold themselves upright and hold and hold you upright at the same time and you know I think that plays a part in it as well like you just you got to know yourself before actually diving into the dating game as a serious like a serious like relationship now you said you that's so that you can't be your own rock. I feel like that's not completely true because you have to be there for yourself in some manners before you can 
put yourself out there for others. Yeah, well, what I'm, I meant by that is, like, I mean, like, when you be your own rock, like, like, you know those type of people that, like, prefer to be alone when they're, like, uh, I guess when they're, like, sad or, like, you know, they prefer to be alone when they're, like, thinking about things as opposed to being, like, an open discussion or being comforted by someone. I mean, you want to take any more shots at me, bro? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> let, a, let a brother live! Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Continue. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, okay. Just subtly taking shots at his supposed best friend. I'm here to make you better, bro. <laughs> I thought I th- I thought that's why I was dating, but okay. <laughs> Kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, if you think about it, this year will make twelve years we've known each other. Damn, for real? That's crazy. Yeah, in October. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. After you want to tell that okay. story? <laughs> I'm going to tell this story, and this man is probably going to laugh the whole way through. Whoa, so let's wait, wait, wait. let this. me just put it out there for everyone listening. This was not my fault. It was 100% no. your fault. You shut no. the hell up. All right. All right. Let, let's preface this. So, going into high school, I was about... Let's see, this was 12 years ago, I'm 25. Uh, I would have been 12, about to turn 13. And uh, and then Rudy was 13, about to be 14. Uh, so I will start. I had, I think, one class with you and lunch. Yeah. Because it was math. Yeah. So I played soccer because I had continued playing soccer from when I was in elementary school. And I was like, okay, let me see how I like it in high school. Rudy, along with one of our other mutual friends, who I became friends with the following year when we were sophomores, uh, played football. Uh, and this is kind of like how our group slowly started coming together. Um, Rudy and I had a mutual friend who was a female that I kind of had feelings for at the time. And she just started hanging out with Rudy a lot and like talking to him all the time and clinging. So part of me, like, you know, so, oh, someone's moving in on my best friend that I kind of have feelings for. You know, F this man. <laughs> F this man. I don't like him. And then, to make it worse, was that everybody loved this guy. I don't know why. Just anytime I saw him, he was always talking to someone. There were always these cute girls. He always these guys saying, I despise this man. Like, there was a point where we would go to lunch. It'd be me, the girl, and then Rudy would either sit across the table from us or on the other side of the girl. I think there was like maybe one or two times he actually sat next to me, but I did not want to be near this man. Like, I think we had fourth period lunch. So lunch would start at like yeah, 11. Yeah, we had the early one. And be, 
Yeah, and it'd be over by like 11.45. Like, it was like 45 minutes. This man would get his food, put his food down, walk around, and just talk to different people for a good 15 to 20 minutes, and then come sit down and have a conversation with the people he was going to have lunch with, which would be awesome. Hated this man. Hated this man. So, we then go... Uh, this is probably, this is late October, the week of Halloween. This is Halloween week. I remember because my mom was out of town, so it was just me and my dad. Which, for anyone who, just like a little insight on like, if my mom was out of town, and I overslept and messed the bus, my dad was not taking me to school that day. (laughs) I was not going to school that day, which was great. I loved it. So, I think that week I didn't go to school for two days. Oh my god, your mom was probably furious. It was she didn't know. Oh my god. She didn't know. So because my mom, if I missed the bus, she would uh drive me to she would chase the bus down until she had to drive me to school. And then she'd be pissed because my mom worked in the city. Oh my gosh. And this is at the time where, like, my dad is kind of just going through everything from coming back from Iraq. Like, it wasn't super prevalent, but, like, this is, like, when more and more of the issues started yeah. popping up. Because uh, this was right before he was about to get Houdini. Because he got Houdini, like, partway through freshman year. Or, like, towards the end of freshman year. So, I missed the bus one day this week. And then this had to have been a Wednesday that this event happened that caused our friendship. So I go to soccer practice and my dad's busy, which means I'm not getting picked up till like about five, six o'clock. I think he may have still, no, he wouldn't have been working. Yeah. So for some reason. You were at the school, you were at. Yeah, I was after school, and I was staying longer. So, sports practice, I don't know football. You can explain that after I explain soccer. But for soccer practice, our school got out at 2.02. Practice started at around 2.30 and went till about 3.34 o'clock. How was it for football? I remember correctly. What time did we get out of school again? High school? 202. Yeah, so practice would start like at 2.30. And we practice for, I think, like an hour, a half, two hours. Okay, yeah. But I think that day, you guys didn't have a game, but you guys were all like kind of just chilling because you guys had to do something else after practice. Yeah, I think we were getting uniforms. Okay, yeah. And that yeah, take there was a lot of us. So... In the middle of soccer practice or after soccer practice when we were cleaning up. Either way, there were woods that led to the train tracks behind the fields for, like, the soccer field. So I had to go into the woods, I believe, to get a ball. And I found a golf ball. You found two golf balls. Fuck it. I believe. Didn't you? Or was this one? No, I I only had the one. Memories are all messed up. So... <laughs> uh, you're not the one that. Uh, anyway, anyway, so uh, I found the golf ball, and I'm 
like the back there was a front parking lot and a back parking lot. In the back parking lot, it was close to seven eleven and I could get in and out of the school still. But I was still waiting for my dad. So I was just chilling in the parking lot and I'm bouncing the ball. And all of a sudden, Mr. Rudy comes over to me. And the golf ball had bounced away from me. So he threw it at me and I caught it. And he kind of was just like, you want to play catch? And I was just like, I just threw the ball at him. We didn't really talk much. We just were throwing the ball and we kept, and when we got tired of throwing it, we kind of just bounced the ball and the other person would try and catch it. At one point, though, this man bounced, we were bouncing them pretty high. We were bouncing them high, like very high. So this man bounced it and I'm right under it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to catch it. And I have both my hands to catch it. But for some reason, the it came down so fast that it slipped through the opening of my hands and clocks me right on the right side of my face. And from there, this man comes running over and is like, yo, man, you good? Like, you okay? Like, is, I'm like, yeah, it's just whatever. It just stings. And then my dad came and got me. So I was just like, I gotta go. I'll, I'll catch you tomorrow. And I guess Rudy saw the golf ball, picked it up and took it. And, you know, I went home. My face was fine. Nothing was swollen. Uh, so then I oversleep. And I wake up. And I'm like, shit, I overslept. So I go to wake up my dad. And he's like, Eddie, what happened? I was just like, what are you talking about? I overslept. We got to go. He's like, Eddie, what's wrong with your face? I was just like, what do you mean what's wrong with my face? He goes, Eddie... Your face is swollen, and it looks like you got beat. And I was just like, what are you talking about? And I look in the mirror, and I'm just like, oh. He's like, that kid you were with, he, you guys get into a fight or something? I was like, honestly, Dad, you're not going to believe me if I told you. He's just like, what? I was like, I got hit in the face with a golf ball. He looks at me with the most deadpan look. He's like, you're effing me, right? And I'm just like, no. He's just like. There's no way you guys are that stupid <laughs> that you were playing catch with a golf ball. So I explained to him what happened, and he just looks at me like, yeah, I'm not sending you to school. Like, your mother would kill me if I sent you to school like that. And I was just like, all right, I'll take the day off. And then, so that was Thursday. And then Friday comes along, and I'm back in school. And all of a sudden, Rudy comes up to me like, yo, man, are you okay? Like, because we, like, I didn't have his number. And so, and, like, I wasn't really, I always got to school early. Rudy usually got there on the later side. Apparently, this man spent the whole day I wasn't in school freaking out because he thought he really messed up my face that badly. I thought you went to, like, the doctors or something. I, I thought I broke, like, your your uh, your cheekbone. Yeah, no. And, like, he's, like, asking people that know me, which isn't much. It's just the one girl uh, it was our other buddy who I played soccer with, and then our other buddy who uh, I rode the bus with, which him and I weren't really friends, but, like, we knew of each other. And he's just like, yo, it, like, is he okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? And they're just like, what What happened? And I guess he told them the story. And I was just like, yeah, no, that was just, uh, I just missed the bus, so I stayed home. And my dad was like, yeah, I'm not sending you to school like that. And this man acted like 
God forgave all his sins for the rest of time. He was just like, oh, my God, bro. I am so sorry. Like, oh. And I was just like, bro. But from the from the there F? on, though, you you completely changed towards me. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I, I, I like you a little bit more from there. Because, like, who else is going to do stupid shit like throw a golf ball with me? I think the golf ball is what triggered you to uh, actually. Yeah, I think I got yeah, brain damage from that. <laughs> your brain just yeah that, that part of your brain that hated me uh died died that day just i ma- I made sure of it yeah though it's funny because i i lovingly call you names like stupid and dumbass <laughs> um but I'll, I'll tell you the full context later i had a dream last night and in my dream, you were just dumb as a like. I was pointing something out to you that was clearly yeah. visible, and you were and you were just like, "Bro, I don't see." It. I'm like, "Dude, just look down, and you'll notice." And you were just like, "What?" So I I feel I, I tweeted about this. Like, I probably need to stop calling you a dumbass because my subconscious <laughs> is probably really something. That you're wow, dumbass. thanks. <laughs> Not, you you know I, I do know. it because I care, and sometimes you actually yeah, are a dumbass. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, as you've asked me so many questions, I gotta ask: How has life been all alone? And I don't mean that meanly. I mean like because we're in quarantine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You're not, you're not taking a jab at my inability to keep a woman in my life. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) No. Uh, I mean, quarantine is, it's been okay. I mean, it made me start this podcast, which last episode was around 30 minutes with some, uh, little interludes that I threw in there. This one's 34 without it. So we'll see how long it actually turns out to be. Cause I did record a segment yesterday that I'm still debating, uh, if it's attached to here, uh, after this conversation, then you'll know it. Um, if not. Sorry, I, 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 I'm a tease. Um, but I mean, like, I have my dog. I have Brian. We're, we're chilling. I have not touched my Switch, honestly, uh, in a while. I started Pokemon Sword, haven't finished. I think I got to, like, the first badge. Um, but I still have Shield, so the DLC comes out next month. Um, so hopefully that will be fun to play. I have Animal Crossing. My villagers are actually now. I saw the two basic villagers, so no one's leaving. <laughs> They're trapped on my island. Um, aside from that, nothing like 2020, nothing's really going on. No games are coming out right now. End of the year, new systems. Dude, 2020 so, has been, you know, garbage. AIDS. 2020 is <laughs> this AIDS. Is true. It's been terrible. But it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, I want to get this. I don't know if you watched the show when you were younger, but a quick moment to say R.I.P. to Jerry Stiller, father of Ben Stiller, also known. At, actually, probably the only role that I really know him from is uh, Arthur from King of Queens. I he saw that away today. Ninety-two years old, peacefully in his sleep. Uh, just quick. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. You were funny, man. I saw that. that was crazy. I actually saw that on my Instagram feed, and it was like, what? 
It's funny you mentioned that role because that is the role that I immediately thought of. But see, that's all I ever knew him as was Arthur, and like they paint, they literally paint like to be a character on a show, and you find out that your character is getting walked by a dog walker. <laughs> Bro, that was hilarious. and then yeah. the little fights he would get in with Carrie and du- bro, I love great. that um, so much. Sad, sad. I feel like all these these big time celebrities. Like, I don't know if you heard of Little Richard, um, the rock, the rock star. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away. A lot of people in music passed away this week. I believe there was. Uh, another music producer who passed away on the same day as Little Richie, um, a female artist who passed away, uh, always and forever. All right, yeah, a lot of a lot of like, big time celebrities this year. Twenty twenty has not been great. To them. Kind to them, no. Like just uh, let's just twenty twenty is canceled. It's big, big trash. Big trash. Big, big, trash. <laughs> big trash. But you know. As much as the bad that 2020 is showing, um, the one good thing is that people are going to learn to wash their fucking hands, yeah. man. People are going to learn to wash their fucking hands. Spe- specifically, you dirty mother effers that go to airports and you shit and you just walk dude. out. Like, dude, you stick your hand between your ass cheeks, wash your goddamn hands. Or the people who, I don't know where your dirty dicks been. Wash you know the worst I've realized in my, my encounters of traveling uh, in the past like couple years so often, people think it's so okay that if they don't, if they like, you know, for example, men obviously, because I don't go in the women's room, but when they just whip out their penis, and since they claim they're not touching the penis, they just walk right out. You know how many guys I've seen in the airports do that, man? It is freaking disgusting well one i want to say why you looking well i'm looking because um, after they leave two, the urinal I, I, they freaking don't <laughs> they just walk right out see my issue with traveling and even people that i know like there's some people i'll treat differently because i'll end up going to like a bathroom with them and i'll look and they don't even like even because uh even if you just run your hands under hot water, I will take that over just not washing your yeah, hands at it's... all. Like, even water gets rid of some germs. Like As long as it's hot. I get being cautious. Yeah, I, I get some people being cautious because there are people with who are allergic to certain soaps and lotions. And not all places use um, hypoallergenic mm-hmm. lotions and soaps. And they don't want to risk breaking out. Fine. Use hot water. Please, please, please use hot water. But overall, like, it's it's just disgusting. And I really hope more people are washing their hands, specifically when you take... And the same people, I don't know if you realize this, but the same people who don't wash their hands are the same people who... Don't use the little nest that they give you yeah. for the toilet for when you take a dump. They go on that. They go on that thing raw. It, which, like, <laughs> if you're gonna not put anything oh, on that, man. hover, hover, learn to hover. Piss like a woman. I don't care. Women, 
Women are probably the most sanitary beings I have ever encountered. They keep hand sanitizers. Some soaps, women. Tampons. I'd say some, not napkins. All. Some women. Most of the women that I interact with, their purse is like a little carry-on yeah. luggage or toiletry bag because they just have everything, and I love them. You, I just chef kiss to all the beautiful women out there that keep themselves clean they keep their family I clean. think for the most part like, like women have more even... access and more opportunity to obviously stay cleaner than men because they have access to a full purse not saying that men shouldn't be clean but it's just they have the opportunity to be cleaner it... recently. yeah it, it is really okay so Maybe this is where a lot of my issues stem from. <laughs> but when I was younger, if my dad or my brother were not around, my mom would have me go into the women's bathroom with her. And I'd be in the stall with her. And she would put the nest down. If there wasn't a nest, she would take the toilet paper, fold it over itself, and lay it across like each part of the toilet. As she should. That... Yeah, so, I, you know, she'd let me go first. I'd pee, do whatever. She would do her thing. And while I was standing there, you know, facing the door, because I'm not looking at my mom while she's doing her business, uh, she would tell me, don't touch anything. Don't put your hands on anything. It's dirty. You don't want to get those germs because you don't want to get anything that can get you sick. And then she'd take me. She'd wash her hands, lift me up, let me wash my hands. You know, I was little. Uh, I didn't have, I have, like, like I said, the allergy to certain soaps and lotions. So she would kind of worry about where I would use soap. So she would have me wash my hands with the water. And then she would, uh, if if she felt she could trust the place, soap, if it was somewhere we'd been before, because my brother also had, like, yeah. the allergy to soaps and lotions, she would let me use the soaps. If not, she had little Purell or even baby wipes that she kept in the car. And once we got to the car, she'd give me, she'd be like, here's a baby wipe, you know, go over your hands again. Crazy, man. But it's just, it, people are just disgusting. And 2020 is really Yo, out disgusting motherfuckers <laughs> really are. <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to keep my cool, but yo, y'all are some, like, and I probably, I talked about this a little bit on the first episode, but y'all... <laughs> Y'all are nasty. I'm glad 2020 is exposing y'all. Let's hope um, this carries over into 2021. You know? yeah, okay, I, 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 I want to discuss that with you, too. Uh, what do you feel like is going to be the new normal? Because some places in New York are going to be closed till June 7th. Other places I've read are opening softly May 15th. I don't know. Like, I've read two different reports, but according to Cuomo, things should be good to go May 15th. How do you, because you're in Jersey, yeah. I'm currently in New York, but uh, what do you feel is going to be the new, quote unquote, normal? Because I already kind of hit, like, you remember, like, the masks that people are wearing for the quarantine, a lot of people were wearing those to raves. So do you think, like, that's now going to become everyday wear and acceptable? Because I'll admit, this is the first time as a black man I can go somewhere with my hood up and a bandana over my face, and they don't think I'm going to rob a place. Oh, man, that is, that is hilarious. Um, I, I mean, I was talking to Amy, and I was telling her, like, you know, I think 
the masks are going to become a new uh, fashion trend if they haven't already. Um, because, you know, it's just it's going to be one of those things that everyone's going to have to wear for at least a certain period of time. And, you know, at least probably I see in the next couple of years, you know, we're going to have to be wearing masks, at least to public places. And um, go ahead. Which the mask, the mask in, uh, I don't know, because we both like anime, but you've noted, I don't know how much you actually like look at news in Japan. Like I've been to Japan. I've seen some of the stuff. They actually wear those masks on a daily, like some people actually wear the mask on a daily basis. Like I said before, people go to raves and they're wearing them. And like in America, you have the really weird kids into anime who wear the mask all day too. So like, do you feel like now people are going to feel like this is like, yeah, a I definitely think this is going to be something that, you know, it's going to be carried over for the next couple of years, at least. I mean, you know, it's like I was saying, like, this is going to be, this is going to be something that's going to be required and something's going to be like a fashion trend. I, I wouldn't doubt you see these, like, you know, when you see the runway models walk down, like these certain clothes, I wouldn't be surprised to see, um, them wearing masks as like a fashion type thing where they're like promoting a new uh, type of product like that, like a new like, you know, type of clothing, you know, just because like, it's, it's like I said, it's gonna, it's gonna be required. It's gonna be something that's gonna have to be required because you won't, you won't, there's no, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying the mask is gonna prevent anything because I, I honestly think, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's cloth. I mean, it's cloth. It's cloth. Let's, let's be honest. Like, there's people. You're still go, people are still going to the supermarket. People are still touching shit. You know, you don't know who who has it, who doesn't. Like, you know, they can only test so many people. So, is it really gonna prevent prevent uh, you getting COVID? I highly doubt it. I mean, there's you look at these stores that where they have you know still you know the essential stores, quote unquote, where there's still a lot of people coming in. It's 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 a mess in there. Like there's, there's, you know, so many people in there at a time and they're waiting in line and, you know, they're, they're going down these aisles and touching all these products. And then, you know, you don't know who's touched what, and you know, it's as simple as that. You can't stop that. So. It, it, what it is. Exactly. It's a a placebo. It's the mask gives people a sense of comfort. Exactly. And And that's why I think it's only going to be around for Um, maybe a couple years as like, you know, the safety issue and as more so as like some type of fashion statement for, you know, for people just to give them reason to wear it. Um, But it also now goes into, yes, it's going to be a fashion statement and it is a placebo, but I will also say this, wear your mask, wear your gloves. Whenever you're touching anything, I mean, the gloves is optional, but if you're wearing gloves, don't wear them all around. Yeah. Keep multiple pairs of gloves on you because once you touch it, you're now in f- and say there is something with COVID on the gloves. You're now touching all these things. Switch your gloves. It's just like when you work in fast food. Anytime you do anything, take the gloves off, wash your hands. You might wash, wash your hands. You may not be able to wash your hands. Put the Purell on and then put a new set of gloves yeah, on. Yeah, I think people change need to realize you got to treat your gloves as you would treat your bare hands. And that's, you know, the gloves 
the gloves are going to do you more harm if you're touching them and then you're touching everything else. You know, it's like you said, you have to change. Like, you should really, if you're using gloves, you should go, if you're using them to go in a grocery store or wherever you're going to shop, for example, you should literally be using them just to touch the products or the items and not touch your phone, not touch any of your personal belongings that's on you. Or if you are going to touch them, have maybe like a bottle of sanitizer or a fresh pair of gloves or your baby wipes or something or to, to disinfect them because they're, it's just like if you were to, you know, have your bare hands and, you know, like how people are saying constantly wash your hands after you touch things or after you're out in public touching things, obviously. Um, because it's, it's the same, it's the same shit. Like you, you, you wearing gloves is not going to prevent you if you touch your phone while you have the gloves on. Then you take off the gloves, and then you touch your phone with your bare hands. Now you're, you know, now it's all over your bare hands. Yeah, change your gloves as often <laughs> Hashtag, as you change your condom when you're having sex uh, with a girl. Wear protection. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag wear protection because it's it's literally the same thing. Like they tell you after you come or like. When you're in between rounds, just change the condom. You, you should not, you should <laughs> never have the same condom on. You, you never should. You never should. So just, you know, just like you would take off a condom, put on a new one. Or like if, you know, it starts to lose lube, you would take it off, put a new one on. Gloves. Anytime you, in and out, even to your car. You're in your car, you get out your car, change your gloves. Or if you're in your car and you're not wearing gloves, as soon as you get out, before you even touch the handle to your car, take off the gloves. Open your car door. Sanitize your hands. Drive around. Put some new gloves on. Not necessarily in that order, but take off the gloves and sanitize, sanitize those hands, people. Your you heard it here hands. first. No, probably not first. No, that's why. <laughs> Well, probably not first, but you're here. Uh, this ad is sponsored by <laughs> yeah. the New Jersey, or actually, you're in New York, the New York uh, government, or the New York governor. Governor. <laughs> uh, we are not. Please we, sponsor this governor yeah, sponsored of, sponsored of New York government. so Eddie can get some money. <laughs> uh, nah, but you know, I will take sponsorship <laughs> from Trump. Uh, give me them Donnie bucks because one time payment is not enough. <laughs> Hashtag I got bills. <laughs> Kidding. I, 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 I am kidding. Well, I am not. Oh, let's not dive into well, politics. I mean, I, I don't follow politics. Yeah, I'm not diving into <laughs> politics. I will just say I abstain from all politics in general. <laughs> uh, hashtag don't vote. Hashtag the people's that, people. That's just a personal preference. Uh, yeah, the people's people. I believe in the people. Power to the people, even though people are shit. <laughs> Oh man, this podcast! Oh, oh yeah. good thing I don't have sponsors because they would hate me right now. Speaking of which, sponsor this podcast. I I will wear your yo. I ordered so like not a lot. I ordered clothes from Fashion Nova. Hashtag not an ad. Um, hashtag not sponsored. Uh, I'm really wait. I really can't wait to see where this comes in. What are they? Uh, what, what's these clothes? clothes are are I only know them for the leggings, so I didn't even know they had men's clothes. Oh uh, no! 
Yeah, Fashion Nova men. They have. Oh wow! Got like a suit jacket, some shirts, a uh, couple pairs of pants. Okay. Yeah. Well, not a suit jacket, a blazer. I got a blazer because you know, I you you got to be looking right. Like once quarantine is over know, and you go into the bar, you got to be looking right, my guy. Like we, all, me, and like two of my friends already got it planned out. We are hitting the bars in Buffalo. Yeah, I'm near the Buffalo area. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we 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 in the Buffalo area, but we are hitting the clubs. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, I got some stuff from them. I got some stuff from Linda Feingold. Uh, dot com, which is hashtag sponsor me. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not an ad. But yeah, I know he's not gonna listen to this and probably not gonna throw me an endorsement. But Kirill was here. I got a lot of cool stuff uh, from them. I got. Waiting for that to come in. I got a flat. <laughs> Saturday is four hours. Oh my uh, god! Uh, I also got a face mask from there I that like says like "quarantine it. and cool. chill." Yeah, I got I, I got some other things too. I will probably post those on social media as I get them. And uh, I also got some clothes from Bungie. Not really clothes, but uh, no, I don't know didn't. if I ever showed you the boots from Destiny. Ooh, okay, I got to show you these boots because these boots are fire. And the initial launch sold out and I couldn't find a pair. And then they re-released them. So I am so excited for that. And the website, like the actual website for the shoes made it so difficult to like figure out what size I should get. And then I was just like, wait, let me just try Bungie Shop. Like maybe it's on there. And lo and behold, the shoes are there. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm nervous because, like, they don't yeah. have a 10. Like, my normal shoe size is a 10 and a half. And so I looked at my boots. I have one pair of boots that's a 9 and another pair of boots that's a 10. So I, I think I played it safe and I got a 10 or a 9 and a half. I'm not sure. But, bro, if these boots, Wait, if you I have to take yet? them back, I'm going to cry. Yeah. yeah no. Right, right. Dude, COVID, everything's delayed shipping. Except for my Fashion Nova. I placed that order, like, I want to say, like, Thursday or Friday. I didn't know it was on it's it. It's going to come in tomorrow. It's supposed to get They're on it, man. Uh, tomorrow being Tuesday. Yeah. Dude, a lot of places are doing, like, yo, as shitty as uh, COVID has been, if you want clothes, dude, do all your shopping online right now. Because really? I'm telling you, the deals are ridiculous. Yeah, Linda Feingold, I got uh oh fifty per- or sixty percent off of things. Be- so like two hundred dollars wow. worth of stuff. I gotta I got do for, that. Like, Not even, I wasn't bucks. even aware of that. Yeah, I think Linda Feingold Holy right now cow. is running. Yeah, I think a lot of these places sale. are just because you know they're probably not getting any business yeah, and- in store for like retail, like brick and mortar. So they're just you know chopping off discounts on their on their site just to get some type of business yeah fashion nova i know they had i think a mother's day sale they sent me a coupon for but like when i signed when i went to the website it was like hey 30 percent off and i was just like can't be 30 percent you guys send me some referral code or something no 
there's really not a referral code, but yeah, just visit these websites. Uh, Bungie doesn't really have anything, but like, just if you're looking for clothes, man, just start seeing like who's got sales and deals. Like, I know GameStop has a couple deals. Uh, I know yesterday, up until yesterday, I don't know if it's still going on, but if you bought a pre-owned system and five games, uh, you if you bought a pre-owned system if you got five games that were 19.99 or lower you'd get them five that is a really good deal yeah i don't yeah so who like you just gotta find like i don't know no they're still getting tremendous right now like just because they're amazon (laughs) oh yeah no i ordered um a couple clothes and items that I needed from there. Uh, not essential items, just things that I needed that I realized, like, oh, quarantine, I'm probably not going to be able to get this for a little bit. And it was like, yeah, you should get your stuff sometime mid-May. I was just like, all right, I'll just have to deal. And I actually got it, like, a couple weeks later. And they said mid-May with Prime. So, like, the fact that I got Man. it, like, two days later, I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, you know yeah, what they word. said? The devil works Amazon hard, but Amazon just, works hard. I, I actually, I applied to Amazon just to do like a part-time thing on the weekend. And they're, they're, uh, I, I, we have uh, not anything bad about Amazon, but I know people who have worked for Amazon and they give very less than stellar reviews about it. So if you really need money that bad, that's the only reason to do it. But other than I that, figured it's, just it's not worth it. I got, I'm literally doing nothing else. So. But I could, but yeah, then I, mean, I got to do a DoorDash move. <laughs> True. But exactly. That's, that's another reason. Everyone's got COVID. <laughs> I wonder how Uber and Lyft. Uh, like, maybe DoorDash. Driving still. And Uber Eats. Yeah, DoorDash. I've probably used oh DoorDash. Oh my god, Eddie. This quarantine. <laughs> real I'm not food? Lie. Yeah. Uh. Oh I my mean, god. I think Five Guys and Chipotle do constitute. At, I think the only days I haven't used DoorDash is when I got Longhorn or uh, oh, so go Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I went to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, I think I jumped from like oh 145 I mean, for you, to though, that's Yeah, dude. The, yeah, no, that that's like, wow, I actually gained weight. But on the other hand, when I get back to yeah. the gym, this is going to be a conditioning and a half. But yeah, like, dude, I I've realized from this quarantine that I am actually the person that needs to go to a gym in order to be motivated to work out. Because every day, like, I'll go to bed the night before, and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna wake up and I'll go for a run. I'm gonna wake up and I'll go for a run. I'm gonna wake up and I'll go for a run. Even like, okay, I'll wake up and I'll do like the week three weeks later. Hasn't gone for a run yet. <laughs> Not even that. Like, I'll. I haven't gone for a run. I haven't done like the Wii Sports Fitness. Like I am just not. It. I I've realized I'm one of those people that I need to physically be in the gym because being around other people yeah. is what motivates me to do better. Especially yeah, totally because different. I go to the gym for boxing. 
uh, from it, it's like there's only so much running, and like I can run some of the drills by myself, but I like I have that competitive mentality where I'm looking at the people I that make me want to be better. That I I can't do it. Like I yeah. could do it. By I've myself, been I've been training but like, I in my garage. Can't. You know, as much as I can do with the little weights that I do have, you know, but it's just not the same. Like my my sessions don't feel the same. They don't feel like yeah. I don't feel strong. And obviously that constitutes because I haven't been training as much as I should be. And, you know, obviously I've been doing the same the things I should be doing. But just like even still, like, you know, even like after this call, like I'm going to train in my garage and like I'm sitting here in the garage looking at the weights. I'm just like, you know, constantly myself like, damn, like. You know, what I'm going to do today, like, you know, I don't have all the equipment that I normally have access to a, to a gym. So it's like, you know, the training is like become stable to the point where I'm doing almost the same thing every single day, which is very unmotivating. Yeah, like that, like I could do the Wii stuff, but like, all right, I do the Wii stuff one day. I go for a run the next. I go for yeah. a run. I do the Wii. Like, it's, I don't like monotony. Like, at least at the gym, I have different Yeah, and you can work on different things in. every day. Whereas, like, you have, like, if one day you're sore because the day before you did something, well, you know, when you go to the gym, you have the equipment to work on different body parts or work on something different. If you can't work. Whereas, yeah, whereas, like, I've never, you know me, I've never been fully into fitness. So the most I have is, like, I can do pull-ups, I can do sit-ups, I can do uh, push-ups, I can run through and my boxing drills, and I can go for a run. But for me, that, that monotony it just isn't, that that just ain't it, Chief. No, nope. that's how it is for a lot <laughs> like of people right now, honestly. That ain't it. But uh, with your training, I know uh, Amy does a lot of the fitness with you. So do you feel like, is it the same or it, is it not the same? Like, honestly, like, kind um, of just like that mental competition. You know, I've, I've really only, I've been the only one really training out of the two of us. And then no, you obviously no offense to her, but she's just been in a whole different mindset right now with work. And, you know, she's a teacher, so she has a lot more responsibilities. Like she's, she's zoom calling with these students every single day. And, you know, that's taking a lot of time obviously out of her day. And, you know, by that, by that time it's drained there. And like, you know, we, we only have access to like a space in the garage and she's, a, and it's been like, re, it's been kind of cold lately. So if it's cold, <laughs> she's not gonna, she's not going to train. So um, for the most part, it's really just been me. Um and she open okay. she opens the she's opening the door and I look at me with a stare. So you'll probably get a nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you'll yeah, probably get like a nice half hour so. hour session in. Unless today she wants to take the nope, she doesn't. She's shaking her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. But she's fine. I mean, she's, she just hits you with. The slip she does. She. Yeah, and she doesn't have the problem that I do. Yeah, she'll I get dinner ready. She'll get dinner ready. Being on top of things, I'm going to get fat. So I have no choice but to do this. So Not that I don't enjoy it, but, you know. Yeah. I've got to do yeah. it. Or else I'm just going to get fat. I feel you. I feel you. 
Have you, uh, I know me personally, I've taken this quarantine to, uh, readjust my <laughs> liver because when I know when I started drinking or when I stopped drinking as much and I started doing fitness, uh, I'd go out sometimes and it'd be like, okay, I can, I know my limit is four beers. Anything more than that, I have no cognitive. Uh, I should not be trusted to drive, text, whatever. Um, or like shots. I like I could do like a couple shots, but not as many as I used to. Uh, evident. Uh, quarantine. I've been having a lot of shower beers, and I found a new tequila. Dwayne, like, sponsor I'm not him. Please sponsor me, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I would love. Spot Dwayne. See, if I was to become a professional wrestler, this is a big if. Top five wrestlers who would inspire me to be a professional wrestler would be Cody Rhodes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Triple H, uh, Tama Tonga, and probably no John Cena, Celeste Bonin. I can stand him now because I don't see him as much, but when he was on TV all the time, he was not it. And then honorable mention to CM Punk. CM Punk is above the top five that I just mentioned, but like these are uh, people who still compete every so often or are current wrestlers. People who don't compete right now, CM Punk is probably my favorite wrestler, just his in-ring work, his promo skills. If you go back and watch his whole entire feud with John Cena leading up to Money in the Bank and everything like subsequently act like immediately after that, that was probably some of the best work and what really got me back into wrestling uh, after I stopped when I was a kid. Um, Yeah, I was gonna. That's a tangent for another day. Sorry, I was gonna ask Uh, you. (laughs) Another for another day, but next time I speak to you, you gotta let me know what are your thoughts. On them letting go all those wrestlers. Oh, you heard about okay. I, I'll I'll touch on that briefly. Um the circumstances around it to me are very suspicious. Um, considering that the whole idea was the WWE is separate from the XFL. They had nothing to do with the XFL. The the XFL, yeah. because of COVID, ends up completely failing. I think they had a couple of weeks left in the season and they just decided, nope, they put it on pause. And then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, we can't pay all these people. So oh we're just canceling the whole thing. Turns out, it, and it was supposed to be a separate entity. The WWE had nothing to do with the XFL. The WWE had nothing to do with the XFL. The WWE had nothing to do with the XFL. Turnaround after the XFL is uh, closed the WWE actually lost profit because they were a wow. silent partner to the XFL. Um, plus, like, I don't, I'm not sure if they actually called everyone and said, hey, we're letting you oh, guys wow. go, or if they all found out on social media like everyone else. But there was no lead up. There was no warning. Um, all the people in wow. the XFL was just let go. Apparently, on the uh, shareholders' calls or whatever calls that they do for WWE, they say, hey, we're going to have to cut back. 
they fired, I want to say, that people know of with more cuts to happen, apparently, supposedly more cuts may happen. Um, 30, 30 um, on-screen professionals. Which is the wrestlers. Um, and that's, yeah, which are the wrestlers. And then they cut a bunch of people backstage, but the only ones, they only made a couple of the on-screen talent that they um, fired known. So, like, there's a whole list out there of everyone they fired, but they've only uh, publicly let go a couple people. Um, Which also sucks because quite a few of those people that they fired are people that signed multi-year uh, $100,000 to million dollar contracts. So you're now talking about people who uh, no, just were about to rely on this income. Just let go. And then to make matters worse is usually if someone is fired or let go of the WWE uh, there is a 90-day wow. no-compete clause that is usually attached to their contract. So so for anyone who doesn't know what that means is for the next three months after they've been let go, they cannot appear for any other wrestling That's promotion, crazy. whether it be in America or overseas. Um, so not only do they not have their 90, those million dollars of, or their contracts or the money that they were promised – they now cannot make money for 90 days outside of, like, maybe, uh, like, conventions. So but they because just of completely COVID, screwed. there are no conventions going on. So how are they? They're completely screwed. I mean, not that any of them could really go anywhere, because with COVID, the only two places currently holding mm-hmm. wrestling events is AEW and the WWE. Uh, with a 90-day no-compete cause, none of those wrestlers can compete for AEW. Yeah. Not that I think AEW would sign them right now, just because AEW already has, like, for a new promotion, they have a stacked card of wrestlers, all that show promise, a lot of them being from the indies. So to take, and some of them being former WWE guys, I doubt that they want the stigma right now of just picking up leftover scraps. No offense. To any of the wrestlers, it's funny because uh, one of know, our athletes, kind of just one of the on our, uh, on our team, Steffi Cohen, she's actually interviewing one of the female wrestlers. I think I think her name starts with an S, and her last name ends in R. I want to say, maybe you might know. One of the yeah for WWE uh, for WWE. I want to say their real name. Like their real name or their wrestling name? I could check. I would have... Because the only thing with an S that's popping in my mind right now is Shayna Baszler. Um, Which is cool because she was also did MMA. But um, I I might have to... I can tell you right now. On that. But... But... um, one of the good things that WWE did, so WWE has three 
different rosters or brands in which they split their talent. You have Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Um, up until recently, NXT has been seen as their developmental brand where a lot of the indie wrestlers will come in, you know, do some work, learn how to work TV, yeah. and then they'd get moved to either Raw or SmackDown, which was considered the main brands. As of now, uh, recently, now that NXT is on USA instead of the WWE Network, hashtag not an ad, hashtag no place. Sarah Rowe? Um, so, okay. okay yeah, I, I, she's I, actually I, on her. I know of her. She was recently released, actually. But her husband still works there. But I think she's on a, um, she's one of the people that I think I read was on like a, pay because i think they still want to use her to some extent they just haven't really yeah, done anything so they're willing to pay her it was her and another person that got fired but um somewhere Sarah, oh becky becky lynch becky lynch uh, dude becky lynch is probably one of the best female talents right now um i actually talked about th- okay so now i have to add that um segment on my podcast because uh, I talked about uh, the pay-per-view oh, last wow. night and it sucked that she wasn't even on it. But um, anyway, back to the topic. The only thing that they did good was they took the NXT brand and anyone that they let go from there still got paid for the month. So for NXT, uh, if I remember correctly from what I read, Anyone who was on NXT who got let go still got paid for the following month. So um, I think the releases happened in April. So I think up until the date of their release in May, uh, they're still getting paid by WWE. Because a lot of those people, like, you have to think, when they started the developmental brand, they get moved to Florida. So I'm not sure how long they have to live in Florida, but they have to reside in Florida for like a couple, for at least I think a year. I'm not sure how much of that actually, uh, how much more than that. But I do know that the WWE has yeah, a lot where, of. That's where actually one Florida. of our, that's where our athlete is from. She's from Florida. Um. So that's that's probably why they they link together. Yeah, but uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, drinking. (laughs) That was such a a tangent. Um, yeah. Okay, so me, I've been having shower beers, and I feel like my tolerance has gone up. Not that there's like much else I can do, but Terramana liquor, uh, tequila, by the rock, gluten free, so smooth to go down. Uh, Have you? Do you feel like you've been drinking? Dude, I'm actually not. Drinking, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't or... touched alcohol, but I, I think I've drank it maybe like one to three times while this quarantine has happened, and that, and only out of one of those three times, it was a, over a Zoom call with my cousins, and we I actually got like a little drunk. But other than that, the other two times were maybe with my with my parents, and it was like maybe like a glass of wine. Or like one beer, and that was really it. I haven't drank in at all, really. And maybe because you know my, I'm still working, and like I just You're haven't had like the desire for it right now. You know, just 
you know, because I associate, you know, having, you know, a glass or just having any type of drink, you know, with some type of celebration or when if I'm out with friends, you know, obviously not that has been happening. And, you know, that being said, like, um, it just, I don't know, I haven't had any desire for it. That, that's understandable. Like, I know me, it's more like the sense of boredom if I'm not playing video games. I've been meaning to pick up a book and read, but like, I wake up, it's like, okay, let me check my YouTube. What videos can I catch up on real quick? Uh, let me listen to like three or four podcasts um, that I like. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to play video games with my friends. So it's just like, all right, I guess I'll have a drink and then a drink turns into like five or six or like when yeah. I bought the tequila I really wanted to try it so I had 12 <laughs> which was well I heard that tequila was a really little good. more than half you told me it was really good it is yes I heavily that is the drink of the everyday Eddie podcast is the I have to try drink. it I, I Yes, I, I highly recommend it. Though, okay, so I don't know if this is just me actually becoming an adult, but uh, between last week and this week, I actually found my excuse me found myself shopping for bottles of which I don't drink wine. Every time I drink wine, it gives me really bad headaches, no matter what the wine. But I actually found myself shopping wine, for wine and, cigar. and cigars. Wow. Is this being an the adult? Cigar part I could have handled, but the wine, that is definitely adulting. Yeah. Yeah, no, see, here's the thing. The only bottle of wine I had um, was the world championship bottle of wine that they made after the Nationals won the World Series. So my dad got that for me as a gift because he knew I'd like it. So I'm never going to drink that bottle. That bottle, if anyone opens it, they're murdered. They're dead. Dead. On site. Dead. Um, and then I got Longhorn. How do you and they had no? bottles of wine for 15 bucks. So I was just like, it's 15 bucks. Why not? Like, yeah. How do you say no? So, and then uh, there's a Stephen Amell from the Green Arrow. He has a winery that he runs with some of his buddies that's called Knocking Point Wines. And I wanted to get a couple wines that they had before. They were like limited edition runs, but at the time it's either I couldn't buy them or I didn't have the money to buy them. Uh, I think one of them came out when I wasn't 21 yet. And then the other one, I just didn't have the money for it at the time. So like I caught myself browsing the website the other day and then I don't know what made me think I wanted a cigar, but like I just started looking at some cigars and I was just like, man, I would love to just sit with my friends, drink some whiskey or some scotch and just like smoke a cigar. But then it was like, which it was like, uh, for a hundred dollars, you got like quite a few cigars off this one website. So then I started looking into lighters and then humidifiers and then the cutter for it. And I'm just like, bro, this is this is a lot. But <laughs> I think the quarantine has some type of Is this being an adult right now? Well, it's making you think of things, obviously. That it makes that you, you want things normally you normally want wouldn't just because want. Because of the sheer boredom of everything. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably why I bought half the clothes I did because like I was bored and it's just like fuck it. But I also think I don't know. I just feel like as I'm mat- not necessarily maturing, but going on throughout the different aspects yeah. of life at this point, I want more adult things. Like, yeah, rum, whiskey, vodka, that's fine. Like, I have my little bar set up. But I feel like if I'm going to be, like, <laughs> as a eligible single single bachelor, your alert, all, all uh, at least in my college. case, for you, uh, you have Amy, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. But, um, and you have Amy, I just feel like I should have more to, ex- like, if a woman wants a beer, I should be able to offer her a beer. If she wants juice or water, I should be able to offer that. Yeah. And if she has wine, if she likes wine, I should be able to offer that, even though that's not particularly my taste. So, so like, that's just what's going in my head. Um, I'm not thinking about buying a wine cooler, but, you know, if I have a couple bottles that are out and sitting around, you know, it's like, oh, hey, like, uh, do you have any wine? I feel like I should at least be able to present a woman, I mean, I, or I even a man, if a man would... prefers to drink wine, like that. Like the other day, actually, yes, yesterday, yesterday, wow, yesterday, um, you know, I had a, I had a glass of wine with my meal for the first time. Not the first time, but it was like, I guess it was the first time I realized like I was enjoying it, and it was a glass of wine, you know, red wine, with like my meal, and I realized afterwards, like, wow. My my meal digested really well. Like I felt really felt really good afterwards. Like I didn't like feel bloated or anything like that. So you know I've actually been contemplating like maybe I should drink maybe like a glass of red wine every night with like my meal, depending on obviously depending on the meal because you know they say red wine goes really well with steak and like you know seafood and stuff like that. Obviously, see. That was about to be my next question. Now, are you about to go all out and see, like, okay, what wine? Like, are you about to start being like, oh, this is like learn a little bit to be a wine aficionado? I forget what they call them, but uh, the people who are like, oh, you want this wine because the taste of the wine will complement the taste and the flavor or the smokiness of the meat and all that. Are you like, I are think you about I, to yeah, I think it's, it's just, just like, more so nah, like I trying it out. Bottles, so the water just going to really enjoyed it. Um. You know, not to say maybe down the line that could change and I could, you know, go towards like specific wines. Like, oh, I need this one when I have a steak or this one, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that could be a thing. But right now, like, I just realized, you know, how I enjoyed it so much during that meal yesterday. I was like, oh, like maybe because, you know, I can't I can't drink white wine as weird as that sounds because it causes my stomach to bloat and I get real gassy for some reason. But when I drink red wine, you know, my stomach feels fine and everything i've come to realize as i'm getting older my stomach is getting a lot more sensitive to certain foods and certain things that i consume so i gotta like really really watch what i eat like i've become recently gluten-free and stuff like that and you know blah blah, blah. it's a whole other thing but um i don't know just it's just nice to have options especially where I'm, i can't you know regularly consume everything like i used to when i was young See, the only thing I'll say is if you all of a sudden <laughs> can't handle spicy foods, I'm taking away your Dominican card. You're, you're, that's the one requirement. 
see, I'm half black, half Hispanic, so I mm. really gotta tolerate spicy foods. But man, no, I can still can't tolerate it. spicy fine. foods, man. You ain't got nothing left. See, the only thing that I've noticed, yeah, I mean, unless you're the rock, like, and like then you pair every meal with a tequila. <laughs> but mm. yeah, he's my idol for that very reason. But um, the whiskey, I like having a nice glass of oh, whiskey. Oh, quality steaks. Like a steak that comes from Longhorn, Longhorn sponsors podcast. That I I love long. <laughs> Hashtag Longhorn. Hashtag not an ad. Dude, Longhorn has but quality Longhorn, freaking I steak. Like, if I know I want steak that is... and I want it somewhere where I could just go that's, like, local or whatever, I am going to freaking Longhorn. And nothing against any, like, you know, small restaurant or anything. Because I know that's, like, a thing now. Or Texas Row House. But, like, if I want yeah. something to just – I know or it's going to be good and I just want it quick and I just, you know – I already know the quality of the steak. I don't have to think too much about it. I'm going to freaking Longhorn. And the bro, the sides just hit so much differently. From I don't Longhorn has bomb mac and cheese, bomb mashed potatoes. The one thing I am upset about that they took off the menu was oh the gosh. loaded bacon uh, chili fries with jalapenos. <laughs> Oh, bro! I, think those I are seasonal. Those I saw they took them off the menu. I I damn near cried. I cried. Wow. No, dude, they've been on the menu for years, years. Like I started eating them in 2018 when I was in that relationship, and then I went to go get them. And I recently had Longhorn with a uh, very beautiful young lady. Um, right as yeah. the quarantine stuff was like kind of becoming big but not really big and they still had it on the menu and then i went in april to get longhorn because i really just wanted a steak and that's when i got the bottle one and i saw that they didn't have them on the menu it, it's that that hurt me that personally hurt that oh hurt my me god they did finding out that applebee's took the quesadilla burger off of the menu yeah dude i cry i tweeted and they were they they Apple. No way! They really like, responded oh, to you. Sad. We'll let someone know that you oh, really enjoyed awesome. the item. Yeah, uh, yeah I know you're not on Twitter, but I'll 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 screen cap it to you. I'll try and find it and screen cap it to you. Um, but that brings up one thing with this quarantine. Uh, what is one dude? Thing I'm gonna say Longhorn, man. I really enjoy really Longhorn. Missed. You know why? It's a that's a place where I've kind of grown up because my dad always loved it, and we'd go there like every other Sunday to eat family dinner. And you know, truthfully, I miss it. Like if you know, like a sit down restaurant. Obviously, we're talking like fast food. I am dying for some Chick Fil A. Yeah. I mean, those are places you could still go, but I get what you mean that you like yeah. the sitting down I mean, atmosphere just, of both just those places where it's really top notch. Okay. I miss going out. Uh, okay, and then well, what about one I thing? I miss you going miss out doing? to like the city and like just going to like either a bar, or, you know, to sit down, or just going out to like, you know, like. I just miss being able to do like I guess activities. 
out outside of my house. Like, I enjoy going to the city and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, okay. See, for me, I would have to say food-wise, I miss me some grease trucks, bro. I, like, I know, like, I always miss grease trucks, but it hits different when I legally can't drive to New Jersey and grab me a fat beach or a fat <laughs> bro. Grease truck sponsor me. Hashtag I get their sponsorship, bro. <laughs> I've said that a lot this podcast. Um, aside from that, that word. Gotta, gotta bring in that money. Quarantine is rough. Um, one thing I miss doing, it's gonna Ooh, be two I things, because I haven't done one of these in a while. I haven't gone to the beach in a very long time, so I really, really I, do I really miss the beach. And then I miss movie theaters, bro. As much as I as much as I hate opening nights when you got all the mouth breathers on top of you, I miss the smell of that freshly popped popcorn. I miss like nachos. I miss like dates, like just snuggled up with the girl. I miss how cold the theaters are, so you have to wear a jacket even though it's like ninety degrees outside. Not a heavy jacket, just like a light jacket, just so you're not feeling too brisk and your nips miss- don't get hard. Good. I miss movie theaters. Yeah, but you yeah. heard like, yeah, that's you crazy. heard that stuff that uh, is going on. I with honestly AMC think AMC Universal? is digging their own hole by doing that. That is crazy. I mean. But I mean, I it, get, I get their upset. Like, I get why. Like, what we are in, dude. Like, you like know, at the end of the day, businesses right now have to adapt, and it's those businesses that are going to be able to survive and say in the next five years, like, yeah, quarantine twenty, like you know, twenty twenty was a rough year, but we were able to adapt and we did these changes. And you know, that's you always hear these stories that, like, you know, out of the Great Recession, you know, the recession in two thousand eight, or you know, the Great Depression, all these businesses that were able to adapt accordingly, survive. You know, those that didn't obviously didn't and you know, now they're they're non existent. And, you know, I think I think Universal uh, Studios, you know, obviously I think in their interest they did the right move. I don't know what in between the negotiations if they said something wrong or, you know, if they didn't talk to their, their peers. Or their, you know, or their, um, you know, their people that they they're connected with, like AMC, for example. But I honestly think they did the right move, just because, you know, you know, how else are they gonna get their money right now? You know, at the end of the day, they have to make money, and if AMC obviously can't provide the funds with having people at the theater, then you know, what is the other option? It's obviously streaming. That's what's kind of, you know, it's trending right now. Everyone's home. Well, here's the thing, because it's only AMC. Yeah. So AMC is the only one that's protesting not having Universal's movies in their theaters. You gotta go to Regal. Which now, yeah. Regal's gonna profit, because it's like, oh, I want to see the new Fast and Furious. Gotta go to Regal. Especially since AMC has made all these changes to dine-in theaters, that's an expensive amount of money to be spending. So you're losing out a lot. And AMC was already starting to get ridiculously expensive, which is why they offer so many, like, oh, hey, buy this pass. You can see unlimited movies all month. It, it, this is going to be tough, but I'm curious to see how AMC is going to come out of this. I mean, granted, it's just universal, 
But when you think about Universal, you got to think that they some movies are from Universal, but yeah. nine times and when yeah, it does, I'll give it, it seven it times out of ten, a Universal of movie will slap. So, but yeah, which is now going to be interesting. I mean, considering one of the Universal movies that yep. they're not going to get anymore is the Fast and Furious series, which is going to include any spinoffs that they do. Um, when AMC, if AMC decides to uh, swallow their pride and negotiate with Universal, Universal is oh, now in the yeah. position where they oh, can demand yeah. a lot more they have uh, a partner, like revenue Regals, that the Regals theater is gonna, getting for the movies. Like, hey, man, if you don't want to partner with them, you know, they'll do special deals and Make a lot more. They'll just they'll just be able to a lot, make a lot more money now, as opposed to you know now that their partnership is done because they can still go through the streaming service and they've yeah. re- and they've realized you know they made a lot of money on trolls um, when they opened it on the streaming. Yeah, the only issue that could turn to bite AMC in the butt or not AMC Universal is um pirating because yeah once you go straight to streaming it's so much easier to pirate things because it's already on the internet so that's going to be the only issue but then again people have been pirating things for yeah, years that in is the movie true. industry it's, it's still it hasn't been killed yet so i mean it's the same thing with video games like brick and mortars like gamestop uh even Best Buy selling games, Target and Walmart, they're still like granted Target and Walmart don't do anything to the same extreme as GameStop when it comes to the brick and mortar uh brick and mortar when it comes to video games. But even still, like here's why I tell people mm-hmm. buy the game, don't buy digital. So the PS5 is coming out, right? Eventually, PS it might not be right away. It's I know I mean it's definitely not gonna be right away. But eventually, the servers are going to be cut on the PS4. When you buy games digitally on the PS4, you don't own the game. You Which own actually, a you license can, you to play to the game. So that game is not technically yours. So, yeah. So, if you're not buying... So, when you buy that digital, if anything happens, the distributor this being PlayStation, Xbox, the Switch even, can say, hey, yep. there's nothing Which you can do. Crazy. You technically don't own that game. So when they shut all that down, you can't play those games anymore. But if you have the disc, no one can stop it's you. crazy when, you know, I remember when you you physically me, own the game. I couldn't not believe just it. Yeah, man. It, and it's not something that I learned until I started working for GameStop. And I didn't even learn that until like maybe two or three years ago. Or not, yeah, like two years ago from my manager. Because he's the one who kind of like shone, like shunned that light for me. Like, oh, wow, I didn't actually realize that. I didn't really think about it that way. I just always bought physical because I prefer yeah. to have the game. I like looking I mean, at the disc and sometimes the, the way, cover the, the, way the stuff that they put on those like like the box and like the deluxe packages, you know, you really gotta give credit where it's due. And I think a lot of people don't 
you know, like, like I remember back in the day where collector editions used to be such a thing. I mean, I don't know how prominent no. they are now, but I know, like, back in the day, like, every new game that came out, at least, like, the big title games, always had a collector's edition. See, now collector's editions are more, like, of, like, a niche thing. It's, like, if you like... If you like the brand, if you like the company, yeah, you'll buy it. If not, then whatever. See, I like, I don't know. I've gotten to this habit um, once I started uh, living on my own in college. Not living on my own, but, you know, living in some place with a roommate or whatever, that I like to look at pretty things. So I've started, if I like a collector's edition, I'll shell out the extra, like, $100 for it or $200 for it. I'm... I've yet to find a reason to buy a $300 collector's edition. But if it's like one, if it's between $100 and $200, okay, you might have my money. And you appreciate that. Because it, it looks nice. Um, last thing I do want, yeah, you especially with some of these coming with like figurines or statues and the steel books and maps and little like... The extra items, yeah, whatever. I like the physical. Like, if it's a collector's edition, it doesn't come with anything for me physically. Eh. Like, Ghost of Tsushima, that game coming out, it comes with, like, a mask on a stand for you. And, like, a steelbook and in-game items and currency. A Sekiro wow. came with a statue and currency from the game and a map. Like, that-ish was tough. I like that shit. Um, but... Actually, last thing I want to talk to you about, video game related, The Last of Us 2. How how do you feel going into that? Because that does come out Dude, in, uh, I believe, June. June it's coming out. Um, How are you feeling about that, especially knowing that the game has leaked? Because yeah, you and I were both series. like Naughty Dog, you more so back. for the Uncharted series. Um, um, no, I mean, played as well. Did you ever play Uncharted 4? Four, I don't recall playing. I think I, that was the one you got, and you got it with the. I think that not the collectors, <gasps> but you got it with all three, all three, all four of the other games. Yeah, the collection. Yep. Yeah, I had gotten the collection because they released that before Uncharted Four came out. Um, it's current that Uncharted collection was actually free on PlayStation Plus last month, and so was Uncharted Four. So. Yeah, so you and Uncharted Four was free the month before. Then they did the collection, and then it was like, "Hey, just wow. get, we'll put the collection back uh, in order to promote like staying at home." So um, this currently free. I currently have it. Uh, Uncharted Four is the only game I've actually played all the way through. Um, I realized the other day, talking to one of our buddies. You that never I beat them. Uncharted one, Uncharted two, and Uncharted three. Gotten halfway to all of them, and then just stop playing. Nope, I get halfway through each of them, and I just stop. And I don't realize how far I didn't realize how far I got in each game until I watched the streamer play all four games through. The only one I haven't played is the Uncharted four uh, extra content. Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? 
Yeah, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, my AirPods died. I guess they. I guess they're uh, the uh, average time is ninety minutes for them to stay alive. <laughs> so unprofessional, but uh, yeah, the only thing I haven't played was the uh, Uncharted Four uh, add-on content. Oh, there was add-on content for that. Yeah, uh, it was like DLC slash extra game, which focused on Chloe and a character. Then, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember the add-on content. I remember them promoting that. But uh, how do you feel about uh, The Last of Us and Naughty Dog? Dude, The Last of Us One was an amazing game. I that was one of the games for PS4 that I truly loved, and I played it like multiple times just because the, the storyline was so great and it was just oh I, I just remembering it I just loved like that was one of those games where like the story was just phenomenal and then The Last of Us 2 when I still had a PS4 I remember when they leaked it and then you know they let they they um released the trailer or whatever I was super excited for it but then like the release date kept getting pushed back it seemed like yeah, so now it's finally coming out in June, and the whole plot and storyline of the game has leaked. Oh my, are you serious? I yeah. haven't seen that, actually. Oh, okay. But what? how do you feel uh, Last of Us 2 is going to do, considering with the leaks and the release date and... I mean, I think I think it'll still do well. I think it's one of those games that you got to play just because... The, the story, you have to see the storyline. It's one of those things you have to experience. It's not something that, you know, I don't know if it was leaked as far as like just like the storyline, like written. No, nope, like the whole game. Oh, like gameplay and everything? Not gameplay, but just like the, like each chapter of the story and like what goes on. I still think it will do great in sales, honestly. I mean, depend, I mean, obviously, like. You know, this is me not knowing if the plot is good, but as a fan, if I if I knew what happened, I'd still buy it. I mean, it's it's an amazing um, game. Yeah, it's probably definitely one of those things for the hardcore fans. I'm thinking I'm probably gonna. I'm currently playing uh, the Tomb Raider series. Uh, I'm still on Tomb Raider one. I haven't been streaming that much because I'm trying to get my viewers up. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash Golden Don Q. Uh, but Go follow definitely, now. Yeah, but uh, before I or before The Last of Us 2 comes out, I definitely want to play through Last of Us 1 and then sh- and definitely stream both games. Have you have you played the whole uh, the entire game of Last of Us 1? Uh, yeah, twice. Once on PS3, once on PS4. Yeah, that is an amazing game. I would definitely stream that. Yeah, it's it's something. Maybe maybe one day I'll have you on my stream, Rudy. And I got to well, I'm I've been saying I should get a PlayStation again, but then again, like with the PS5 coming out soon-ish, I guess. End of I the play, year. End of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna get myself that. Like, I'm there's no point in me getting a PS4 at this point. Yeah, I mean, we can still do something over Discord, or like you can be a voice in my stream or something. By the way, what what uh what games are set to release for the PS Five? Uh, I don't know. There's been a lot of trailers. Um, Xbox just had their conference earlier this week, 
or late last week, early last week. Um, so who knows? Um, definitely, you can probably estimate that Cyberpunk is going to get released on both systems since it got pushed back to the end of the year. Probably the new Marvel's Avengers game as well because that also got pushed back. That game looks good. Yeah, so we'll we'll wait and see. PlayStation usually has their announcement sometime in July. Because all we have is specs, no real price points yet. Hopefully, with everything that's going on, they delay it so we can get a better console. Yeah, that is true. Because it looks like Xbox, no matter what, is just going full steam ahead. So I think it would be in PlayStation's best interest to wait, let Xbox come out, see how that that sales or flops, and then go from there. That's smart. Don't compete against the marketplace now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have for you today. Uh, aside from your little flub of your AirPods dying, I probably won't really edit this too much. Maybe I'll edit that. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, anything you want to plug today? Um, uh, if you guys want to check me out on Instagram, my Instagram handle is rcheco21. Uh, I, you know, as I said before, I work for universal usa and uh, animal pack so they're on instagram as well if you want to check me out uh, i've been doing some videos for them interviewing our athletes and whatnot during this time and yeah um if you want to follow me give me a follow and do you want to plug your youtube or not um yeah you got i haven't really posted on my youtube in like a long time but uh I've, it's something i've considered bringing back but yeah, especially on, with quarantine. Yeah, you know, we could do a lot of the challenges or even a mukbang. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to start looking into that again. Honestly, it's just been so much kind of going on with work and stuff like that. But definitely check it out. My YouTube is Relentless. That's R O O L E N T L E S S twenty one. It's on YouTube. Definitely check it out. I have some great videos of when I used to travel a lot more, Costa Rica. Um, I think a lot of other videos as well, but I know Costa Rica is the highlight one. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, even your drone is on there too, right? Yeah, I had some drone footage on there too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, thanks for joining me. This was probably my longest podcast, and I only have two episodes. <laughs> you made so your first great. Record. Yeah, right. Oh shit. All right, uh, I'll catch you later, man. All right, bro. I'll catch you later. Thanks for having me on again. Yep, peace. Peace.